0: If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran.
1: I'm here today with Julie Pell. She's a great friend now. I've gotten to know you through the process of getting elected as a school board member. And um, I'm excited to have you on. Thank you for sticking with me. I know that I've rescheduled on you a couple of times, and it's it's kind of nice, and it's honestly awesome to be able to talk to be able to talk to you right now. So I'm so
0: excited to be here.
1: Well, Julie, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself first before we start talking
0: about school okay. board things. ok. Um, so you're kind of talking to me about how I got into running for school board, and it was kind of a very, very last minute fluke. Um, I've been involved at School Matters for many, many years because I have several kids in the Davis School District. And so I've been involved in PTA, I've been involved in community councils, and just kind of following what's going on and following School Board Matters, and reporting to the schools on what's going on, and it was just a last-minute decision. Really? I mean, I look at School Board just from an outsider's perspective and think, Oh, of all the
1: places to serve, that seems... (laughs)
0: Interesting. <laughs> Did you expect good it would to be as it. as interesting as it's been so far? It is super interesting. I am really just such a school board nurse. So that's good. See, so <laughs> so you, you I, followed it, over the years. Yeah, for many many years, and I just find everything about education totally interesting, and especially because my kids are in the school district. So, so there's a personal interest there that you know makes it extra interesting. But yeah. Sometimes I question my sanity, (laughs) why why it is, yeah, it can be a really controversial position to be in.
1: Well, especially now, I really appreciated the fact that you were running though, because you were someone that, um, it was in my district, so I had the opportunity to vote for you and I'm so glad that I did. Um, But really what impressed me about you during the election was that you're just, you seem very calm, very level-headed, very um, intelligent, you're an attorney, professionally, right? Yes. I really like that you had that legal background. Thank you. That you were bringing that as something added. Just the professional experience, I think, is very I needed.
0: Cannot believe how valuable my legal background has been. And it just to backtrack a little bit. So, so I work for a very large law firm who um, is super supportive of me doing this. And about since COVID, I really haven't been working very much at all. So. So I was going to go back and do some more. They they let me work on a part-time basis, which I'm so grateful for. Um, but since I'm doing this, this has really been basically a full-time Full job full-time. from day one. Yeah,
1: Has it really? I mean, it's, it was busy when you first started. Yes. This is your first year of your first
0: Yes. We term. just started this okay. January. There's four of us new on the board. Four out of seven. It's, it's really a brand new board. It has a very different feel.
1: Well, and that's refreshing in so many ways, isn't it? You've yeah. been
0: able to learn together.
1: Yeah. And it's
0: like we're all joining and it's kind of a new dynamic and
1: it's it's been good. It's been good. How's yeah. it been for your family? I mean, have they noticed a change in your
0: um busyness, I guess? And Yeah, yeah. Um my kids are learning how to cook a lot more. <laughs> oh, that, that's a good thing, I think. That's great. Becoming more independent. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I mean, they're getting to be that age. So, but yeah, there's... there's do you have a lot of meetings? Stuff. What's the time commitment required for a school, school oh, board member? So, like, bare minimum, we have two meetings a month, bare minimum. But it is definitely not... Well,
1: many, it's so. constant, isn't it?
0: Yeah, we, we do all kinds of things. We, we visit schools. We speak at graduations. We um, go to various things to celebrate school matters. Just, there's lots and lots of other things. Well, and we you get. also
1: sit on different boards,
0: don't you? Well, uh, yes, in organizations? there's committees. committees. There's subcommittees okay. within the board, and yeah, I'm on the policy committee, so we meet once a month with that. And then I'm okay. also on the audit committee, so we, we're working oh, on civil okay. matters with that. Yeah. So
1: the committees, the, the policy committee, what types of policies are you So policy, it's interesting, and
0: in, in Davis School District, policy is a term for Davis School District law, or rule, or okay, yeah, or code. So it's it's really the legal backbone of everything in Davis School District, and so the board is in charge of that. In So of,
1: in charge of writing the policies, creating the policies. Yeah. Just, okay.
0: All of it. I mean, we do it in conjunction with school district administration, but we're really we're really the bottom line for it. Are you? And okay. We vote on it and. As a full board or as a committee, so the committees. Yeah, we look into it in detail. That's the whole point of having committees because it it can get involved, and then we make recommendations to the full board, and the full board can, you know, have a discussion on any policy matter they want. But oh, okay. But yeah, ultimately, the full board by majority vote votes on Mm -hmm. any policy changes or additions.
1: Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. All right, which brings us to a really interesting topic. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really glad that we were able to do our podcast now so today is what is it June 12th I think June 12th, 12th yeah oh, okay, <laughs> or three. and and things change rapidly in the world that we live in and so by the time the podcast hosts or posts it might be a little bit outdated I'm not sure we'll see how long it we'll takes see. yeah we'll see tell us a little bit about what's going on in the district where you're in the news yes there are some, some lots of conversations about the Bible. Yes. And about policies that um, create those types of rules. Can you kind of just step back and, and kind of explain how that works and who sets those policies and how this all started? Yes. And I'm going
0: to try and do it in a simplified way, <laughs> an attempt. So um, last year um, we had a law passed that was designed to have. All school districts remove from libraries and classrooms like basically sexually explicit material and um, so in response to that our district created policy this is before I came on the school boards this was last year they created this detailed policy and procedure um, to comply with this law um, and when i say law there's the statute that was passed the utah statute but we all have we also have the utah state board who creates a model who created a model policy designed to um, tell districts okay this is kind of what we want you to do okay. this is how we want you to go about that so there's a lot of interplay there's the, the statute which is kind of overall what we that's like the bottom line and then there's a model policy from the Utah State Board. And then we have our Davis School District policy, which was created intending to implement based on both these things the statute and, and USBE, that's Utah State Board of Education. Okay. Um, their model, their directions. And then um, I think the original, you know, I wasn't part of creating this, but I think the original tent, some people, we're saying, okay, we want the school board, elected officials, to make these decisions about the books ultimately, and I, I actually think that's a good idea because you want generally um, the feelings of the community to reflect these decisions. However, there are so many books. The practical reality of it is, some of these lawmakers were saying, "Hey, we want you school districts to be fast at this, because there's a lot of books that mm-hmm. that are being challenged." Um, just backtrack a little bit. Our school district created a website. You can Google uh, Davis School District Library and click on sensitive materials. And in that, that is where you um, submit your request to review a book. And there's a whole slew of things, you, uh, questions you need to answer. in order okay, in As a process parent that you I, or just through.
1: a community member, I could go to that site. Yes. Okay.
0: Um, according to the process um, they let people with basically standing so you either need to be an employee of the district or a parent of a student in the district makes to create okay to initiate this process so anyway the reason why um, our district created committees this is this is how our policy works this is our protocol we create committees now that's comprised of at least um so they've got three school employees and they've got four parent, at least four parents. So basically a committee of seven. And those parents are chosen at random by lottery. So, but there's multiple committees working on all these different book challenges. So so it's true, it's not, it may not be super consistent what happens with these rulings at the committee level. And are the committee levels per school? No. Oh, okay. It's just kind of depends on I'm not sure if there's even a minimum or a certain number, but I kind of think it depends on what's going on right now and what everybody can handle, okay. what the district can handle, and we're just trying to do as much as possible.
1: Just to keep people involved and give them an opportunity to, to yeah. be part
0: of those decisions? Well, for sure. We want parents, for right. sure, to okay. be on these committees, and they are a majority on these committees, but what's tricky is everybody, all these committees are trained in detail on the law, so, and it's difficult to just get random people to come in all the time. Mm -hmm. It's a a time-consuming process, a very time-consuming process. So that is why these committees were created at the initial level to just things that are not even controversial. I mean, things so explicit that it's like not even a question. No one's going to appeal this. Get these out. And... So that's what was kind of the idea. Okay. Let's create these committees to get this initial groundwork done so we don't have the board having to do they all done this by work. Every
1: book. Yeah, okay. in addition to
0: all our other work. This is like a huge, huge amount of work. Mm-hmm. So that was the idea. So I don't think it's a terrible process because that's what happens. Um, the initial decisions are made with, by these committees, which involve c- the community. Um, I, I recognize that some of it is not going to be consistent. Because the, the way the law is, so the law, the statute, I should say, that was passed, really is kind of a bare minimum, like just addressed for explicit things. Mm-hmm. So just getting that out at a bare minimum, that is, to me, what the committee the needs to do there. at a minimum. Okay. But there's a second level um, where it's like, okay, well, if it doesn't meet this bare minimum, really explicit stuff, then the Committee can kind of have a little bit more of a subjective, say, well, well, this is kind of vulgar or this is whatever, and so that's why, okay, um, it end up this committee. It's at this second stage, okay, because it wasn't the statute that required removal of the Bible. It was just at this second stage, which allows these committees to say, okay, well maybe this isn't was, appropriate it really was an age-appropriate decision from my understanding I haven't looked and I haven't is, been involved in that so it only affects the elementary schools right now right so elementary looking, and, junior oh high. and junior high yeah
1: okay. so at, they are looking at age appropriateness versus versus the content yeah okay
0: yeah kind of okay. so so because it wasn't like explicit enough they determined that it wasn't explicit enough to remove it completely at the second stage okay they determined that well um, it's maybe not age appropriate for, and I'm, I'm not justifying this. No, no, for I'm sure. I'm not We're making just, any statement right, about sure. this because we as a board will be addressing this very shortly. And you haven't had the opportunity to even see the final information. Yeah, yeah. we so, waiting no. on that. Like all the, Decision making and all So we just want to look at all that and I don't really want to say anything until. Right. Oh, I know
1: how that goes. You know, council decisions are the same thing. Yeah. We're not supposed to say how we're going to vote because really that takes away the opportunity for the public to comment and to influence our votes. Right. And that's part of the
0: process. And And I think in good faith, I need to look at all the evidence. Absolutely. Just everything. But. Anyway, I mean, I think there's an absolutely good chance it will be overturned because this this decision was made on the kind of more subjective branch, and and I, when I say subjective, they're supposed to look at kind of objective things, but still, it's more of a subjective, right? right for sure,
1: um, yeah. Do they look for keywords? Is it content, or is it just so subjective that it can be interpreted however? The
0: well, committee... there's actually wording in the policy which I can't I can't spit out word for word without it in front of me, but oh, for sure. But no, I don't think there's keywords in there. This okay. the statute has more, more specific um, specifics in it. Okay, yeah. Well, and it's hard when we have situations like
1: this because even you know hearing it on the news, mm-hmm. it sounds one way, right? And without all of the the context and yeah. the background and yeah. the process understanding yeah. any of that, it's, yeah. it's easy to come to a conclusion. Yeah, and people it do it all the time on the city level.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm sure you know. Very they, well. they hear,
1: oh, wait, we're going to do truth and taxation. My taxes are going to go through the roof, and right. that's actually not true. Right, but it sounds like it is true.
0: <laughs> and yeah, so it's really it's, hard.
1: It's it takes it takes a lot it's a little bit involved
0: oh. to understand what's really going on but in summary this is a process it's not a done deal but i think because it was announced it felt like a done deal right
1: that's what it sounds
0: like yeah it wasn't it, it it there's a process for it so okay. if we have a controversial decision very easily it just someone all just needs to appeal it and it mm-hmm. goes to the board okay. for the decision so that is elected people being accountable to the people so has it been appealed Yes. Okay. So it it is definitely going on. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. So then you'll have a board
1: meeting and you'll discuss it. Yes. That's a public meeting, right?
0: Yes. So first, um, there's a three board members who are on a book appeals committee. So that will constantly change, actually. Okay. So right now there's three board members on it. I'm not on it, but at some point I will be on it. And then um, they just met yesterday, so they have made a decision. I'm not aware of what it is. Okay. But I was told they met yesterday. So we'll find out very shortly, because I'm... What
1: is your next meeting? Do you know? Is our it next board meeting right? is on Tuesday. Oh, next Tuesday. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. All right, and so that's when the public can come out and they can comment. So our How next that meeting.
0: Yeah, so our board meetings, our first board meeting of the month, so we, we meet on the first Tuesday and third Tuesday of every month in general. So you can go on our district website and see or the whole year is posted. Okay. Um, there's a few months where like in July, we're just meeting, we're doing a combined meeting so okay. that's just once but it's a really long one but the first one is the regular board meeting where we generally conduct business and vote and then the third this the second meeting of the month which is the third week third tuesday in, in the month that one's a workshop. So generally, that's more of a discussion-oriented meeting. However, we can put business items in it if we kind of designate it properly. So, I see. At so, and I am expecting, because this Bible Matters has garnered national attention and, mm-hmm. and so much media attention, that we will be addressing that. I've been told, most likely, this next week on Tuesday. This next Tuesday. Yeah. I have cousins
1: in North Carolina that sent me. Um, one of my cousins, he's a... Um, He's a, a pastor, right? And he sends it to me. He goes
0: Utah. <laughs> I know. Don't let us down. <laughs> What's going on? And I, I, I said, Oh
1: well, Rusty, <laughs> it, it's going to work itself through the process. And they actually haven't made a decision. It's just sounds. It was like a it.
0: temporary decision,
1: I guess. Oh, it's okay. Appeal-
0: because it's appealable. Oh, okay. Got it. Got why. it. So a it's not a made. final because it's been appealed. And was that made by the board? No. The okay. board hasn't even, it was just made by these committees. So oh, the, board the committees. On. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's something I don't think people understand. Yeah. So the board has not actually made a decision for no. Davis District. No. The committees have made a recommendation. Right. That's been appealed. Is
0: yeah. Well, they, they make a decision. Oh, okay. And then if it's not appealed, that's the decision. Oh, okay. So really it's designed to make, to be efficient, to get rid of, that next to remove the books that are clearly don't, you know are required to be removed by the statute okay and then anything else anything controversial you know anyone can appeal it and then I mean there's certain things you need to follow to appeal it but it's right now it's pretty easy to appeal okay um, in my opinion but um, yeah once it's appealed so anything controversial like this is designed inherently to go to the board so I mean I we we're gonna be looking again at the policy our Davis district policy make sure because this is this is brand new. I think mm. we're one of the first districts. I think so too. To be addressing this, so we're going to be working on it and working, you know, tweaking things so things will work more smoothly. I was wondering. So
1: the recommendation for this type of uh, policy, I guess, mm-hmm. it comes from the state board, like you said, and then it and and really from the state legislature is kind of set, yeah. and then to the state board, and then to the local county boards. Yeah. Uh-huh. As I'm sure the other counties are looking and watching this, right? Oh, absolutely. Because this is not going to be something that will <laughs> go away. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it'll be repeated Yeah, throughout the state right? Um, based upon how how this comes right. out. And, and either way, I'm sure it's still going to continue to get attention. So right. as Davis looks at maybe adopting a new policy or amending the policy, mm-hmm. do you feel like that will maybe eliminate future types of...
0: Well, um, the legislature just met yesterday with several school districts, okay. uh, and they are intending to revamp the rules. Okay, so that, that will, will have to adjust it. with that as okay. well. Yeah.
1: This okay, maybe exempt process. religious books or something like that. Pardon? Well, they maybe just exempt religious books or
0: something like okay. that. I guess I don't. I have no idea what they plan, but but there is. Constitutional law that interplays with this—that's right. So okay. they're going to have to—they're going to have to, they're gonna have to work take into everything into consideration. Hopefully, they will.
1: Gosh, it's such a complicated <laughs> process, isn't it? It's those unintended consequences.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. I—I I definitely don't think. I, I'm pretty darn sure nobody intended when you passed a law intended to just remove explicit things, mm-hmm. to remove the Bible and things like that. Right. So. It's It's just tricky when you're writing law. It's not easy because you want to be consistent. Right. Um, So
1: we'll see how that goes. You don't want to be consistent and fair. Right. And, and right. it's true. When I, I had the opportunity to talk to Tina Johnson, who's the Centennial Librarian mm-hmm. at Centennial Junior mm-hmm. High. And she helped me to understand that, because I, I asked her, who buys these books? Mm-hmm. And she said, really, it's the librarian. Mm-hmm. And she buys about 300 books a year, she mm-hmm. said. That's a lot of books. Yeah, And it's based upon, she has different platforms that she goes to and different, mm-hmm. um, orga- different websites to kind of vet the books. But mm-hmm. I'm sure she can't read every single book. And maybe right. she tries, but it's so subjective and I said well I thought that the policy was that every school got the same books and
0: she said no No, not at all mm -mm.
1: it's so it depends on the community
0: yes and I would really encourage the community because we also have school level committees so so there's when there's an appeal when there's a request to review a book that's one type of committee and then there's committees that are involved at the school level when you bring in books okay so, so people can get involved that way, and
1: the difference being, bringing in a book versus, versus the like school
0: buying the book, versus there's an existing book already oh, okay. in the school library. Do we are do we, we want to keep it, remove okay. it, or keep it, or decide just and just in high school and pull them out of elementary, like based on age, age appropriateness. appropriateness, yeah? Okay. Because our district added that. I believe that was um, recommended by the state school board. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's what I remember. So that's kind of what they were trying to do. Because there's some things that aren't really explicit, but might be really... Just not appropriate for kids that are really young, At at a certain age, yeah. And I can understand, you know, parents don't want to be like sending their kids to school and they just... Go in the library and pick out something. I like. Wait a second. Right. So, and that is kind of a subjective community standard. So that well, one is tricky.
1: That it is tricky, and and the end of the day, I think it's it's a parent's responsibility yeah. to get involved. So, Tina was telling me that at the library level, parents can go in and they can call the librarian, email, go in and Mm -hmm. say, look, these are the lists of books Mm -hmm. that I don't want my child to read or anything similar to these types of books. And then as the librarian, she can look at that list and Mm -hmm. compare it to what the child's doing and Mm -hmm. what they're interested in. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't happen all the time. Mm -hmm. Parents need to get involved. Yeah. And and parents
0: need to be parents. I'm glad that you mentioned that that can be done too. So any books you don't want your kids to see. and there's. Websites out there who, you know, kind of outline things that a lot of people are concerned about. And you can just say, hey, your librarian, give this and give it to the school. And then they'll make sure your kid doesn't check those out.
1: Which is great to know yeah. for parents because yeah. it's not a matter of parents just sitting at home thinking, oh my gosh, what are my children exposed right. to? It's really. Right. It's up to them to really get involved right, and to be proactive right. in addition to the things that the school district is doing
0: right, to keep our kids safe. Right. We also, there's just clearly some stuff that is just, just not appropriate. Yeah. Yes. Like really it's just like, whoa, how did this get in here? And I, I don't, I'm not, I don't think generally really? librarians are just like trying to. Oh, right. Trying to mess I with the kids. I, I, I think it's just unintentional or just inadvertent. And but I think it's good. Like we don't want our kids to be looking at. Well
1: and stuff she said a lot of the books, um, they don't look at pictures, you know, mm-hmm. in some of these reviews. Mm-hmm. And so she said when she gets a new book she'll mm-hmm. just flip through it to see if there are inappropriate pictures. Right, in right. And so yeah, like you said, it's mm-hmm. just it's it's a nice thing that The schools allow Mm -hmm. for parents to be able to go in and really get involved Mm -hmm. with what their kids are reading. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, um, it's hard to catch everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And it's Um, tricky. It's tricky. And it's hopefully we as a school district and schools, we can kind of follow the intent of the law and, you know, remove this stuff that's clearly most people are like, no, right. <laughs> like we don't want our kids exposed to this. Exactly. And then the rest, I, we're, we're going to have to figure out how to deal with that. Or maybe it's just going to be committee vote, or just go to board board vote uh, board very slowly. To pull <laughs> slowly <voices> vote. <laughs> so <laughs> it, It's that's an it's interesting going to be trying to put the, put all this in
1: process for yeah. sure
0: and it's a lot of it's a
1: lot of work but it's great that we have board members like you willing to do it yeah because city council seems breezy easy (laughs) compared to what you guys are dealing with (laughs) i I don't know how how has it been for you to uh really handle those public meetings you know as a new council person Uh i think it's really intimidating Uh to be in your first council meeting and you're brand new and you have this packed room of people who are mad (laughs) and to be expected to make a decision yeah there's a little bit of a
0: learning curve has that been hard for you, easy for you. Um, I don't know. I, I think I'm a little used to it just because my law background, I've had heated, heated things. And that's been good high power. Yeah, like high pressure situations. So I think that's helped give me, make me a little more immune to it. But I don't think, I'm, I doubt I'm fully immune to it always. But right. um, it has been good training for you. Yeah. But for the most part, you know, people are, they can be heated about a matter. But so far, they're, for the most part, you know, reasonably civil. Are, are they, nice. do
1: you get a lot of feedback in terms of emails and calls? And
0: Yeah, yeah. We've had all kinds of, all kinds of things from the, from the very beginning. Yeah. So do you, do you usually respond to people or how do you handle those types of communications? Well, if there's, yeah, if there's something that's, a lot of people are communicating that's hard for me to respond very quickly sometimes. I and I have to kind of make a decision, all right, do I need to work on the matter at hand? Because sometimes there's a lot going on versus responding. I'm still working it, out balance, trying to right? balance that. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's true. Are people, I've noticed that I
1: haven't seen a lot of Facebook activity um, against the school board. Is, okay. is there a school board Facebook group? Like the city mm-hmm. has one, you know, and sometimes people will post, oh, I hate the traffic. And then everybody jumps on. And Oh right. so we get okay. a lot of feedback that way. Do you guys get
0: feedback on social media? So first of all I need to disclose I am terrible at Facebook. Well that's <laughs> like. that's a good thing probably for your sanity. <laughs> so yeah, it just um it's just time wise, especially since I joined the board, I just been super extra busy. So um so I don't believe that there's I know that the school board doesn't have a Facebook site. I know the school district has social media. Do they okay. Um then then good for you guys because it's sometimes hard with the city
1: cuz you know you to want maintain, y- to maintain right you just can't respond to everything yeah, there's just, yeah. it's impossible it's to it's difficult
0: it. yeah when you have it's yeah I so it.
1: when you first ran for a school board did you have some goals did you have some things that you wanted
0: to change or fix or yeah like overall i am a big i'm a huge parent involvement type of school board member mm-hmm. like i think you and i know you understand this as a as a mayor and being you are so I was involved on in the council. city Yeah, mm-hmm. on the city council as well. So you have people who come to you and they want you to do this or that, but then you have the broader picture, well, if you do it this way, it affects somebody else. You really have to overall kind of consider everybody. Right. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, oh, just why you, why you were writing kind of your priorities and goals. Yeah. Okay. So it's very easy to get into this mentality of, okay, everyone that comes to you, it's just easy to kind of write them off. But I very much don't want to be like that like just look into it look into it seriously and really involve the community and see and think okay is there any way we can come to a compromise if if at all to a situation if, if it's a situation where we can possibly do something instead of just like do the easiest thing and just, just <laughs> ignore them <laughs> Help <me go> away. <laughs> and, right. I, and I mean I really think a lot of our school district leadership really does try to take take them into account. But I think the school board can also, you know, just add another element and add just an aura of, you know, we really do want to involve the community. We want to take the community seriously. We recognize we can't make everybody happy, but we really do want to do everything we can to come to some c- compromise if, if that needs to be. If we can't just do, we obviously can't just do what every single person True. asks us to do. Right. But for the greater good and and, and But yeah, really take things seriously and input seriously and be friendly to um, our parents who have kids in the school districts in particular, because that's true. really, that's the families that are affected most is the people with kids in the school district at the moment. So
1: You know, on a city level, um, we try to approach it the same way. I, I love it when people come out and they have an opinion right i love it when they're nice about it yeah. as well <laughs> that, that makes it a lot easier to have right. conversations but uh, you know at first you know i talked to people about being in city council or planning commission and they would tell me i would never do that people are crazy and really people aren't crazy people are passionate mm-hmm. people um want to be involved mm-hmm. they want their voice heard mm-hmm. sometimes they can be really kind and cool about communicating mm-hmm. that, and sometimes mm-hmm. they can be kind of mean and belligerent. Right. <laughs> and so for anyone listening, the best way to get stuff done, obviously, is to be right. kind and cool and, and just to be um, polite right. in, in the interactions. You know, I've, I've received emails from people that have said, I'm never voting for you again. Well, if that's your first sentence, <laughs> <laughs> then it's, it's kind of hard for someone to read the rest of the email. <laughs> <you know>?
0: yeah, <laughs> Maybe just yeah.
1: in the way that we communicate, we can be kinder. Oh, for sure. And and more gentle and maybe be more productive Uh in the communications that we have. And even
0: just in general, like, it's very easy to Mm knee-jerk and react to what's on the news or what someone says. You know, I've had someone, I've had people say to me, why did the board do this? I'm like, the board didn't do anything yet. (laughs) This matter hasn't even come before the board. So, you know, it's always good just as a human being before you kind of accuse someone of something, just say hey, I heard this, is this correct? And let them say first, and then, you know, give your input, like get, get the information first. That's a really good point to make. Someone asked me how the school board is
1: organized. So where does the superintendent um, fit in to the school board? Okay,
0: well, a school superintendent's not involved at all. So okay. I the way I look at it is school board, they're elected. right? And then you have administration who right. does the day-to-day work. They're, They're the, the employees. legislative. They're like paid to work full time. Right. They're That's their job. They do the day-to-day. And we are just kind of broad, overall direction of school district. And we, we're we not, so this is what makes the school public schools different than just like a private company. We are elected. And so if the general public doesn't like the direction that the school District administration is going. That's really on us to steer them in a different direction. It's not that we go and micromanage everything they do. Right. It's just overall broad direction. So, do they
1: work for you technically as elected people?
0: Um, you, are you the
1: governing body
0: for? We are the yeah. We are basically the top level kay. of the school district. Just, just like the, the city governing council, body. mayor. But keep in mind, we don't do the, the right, day-to-day we don't do the micromanaging. It's just... Right. Yeah. It's, we're just Okay, kind of so
1: like, kind of set up just like a city, where we have a city manager, mm-hmm. basically the CEO of the city, mm-hmm. who reports to the city council. And then all of the employees report to the city manager. Right. So it's kind of set up similar, yes. it sounds like. Yeah. Okay, yep. because I've had people say, well, why doesn't the superintendent just stop this? And I said, well, that's not how it works. But people don't understand,
0: not because they... Are, are an intelligent, they just don't know they don't the, understand process the process and how it's set up. Yeah. And, and we believe, you know, it's important to be a society that follows laws. Absolutely. So, otherwise it's just chaos. So, Absolutely. and the superintendent has to follow Davis District policy. Right. He He can have input in creating it. He's part of our policy committee meetings, but it's really the board who decides and decides and votes on those right so he can't just say he can't disagree with it exactly yeah because that's not following the policy
1: well and I think especially since it's been on the news so so often Mm -hmm. lately um, people really just think that it's the superintendent that's making all these decisions and that's not fair and that's not correct and so I wanted to be able to
0: yeah yeah I mean it's more complicated than that yeah yeah. it is more complicated because we have statute we're Mm -hmm. following and and yes just to be clear the removal of the Bible from elementary and junior high was not mandated by this statute, but because of the laws and USBA guidance and the policy that was created, policy meaning Davis School District law mm-hmm. um, for us mm-hmm. internally, um, there just is a process that needs to be followed, and it's right. not done yet. But I right. cannot emphasize this more. This is this stage is temporary. It's right. on appeal. It right. can very well very well be re- reversed by the school board. Which is a great process. I yeah. mean, and it
1: allows for public comment and yeah. public input and yeah. a lot of discussion yeah. and and it's fantastic to have a system like that.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm I'm sure there's already things in the process that I, I think needs to be changed. Really? But, and we'll be working on it, but I do think the overall intent was to just allow us to get through these more quickly and efficiently Mm -hmm. and then anything Mm -hmm. controversial go to the school board which it really should right absolutely as the
1: elected representatives for the community right right you should have the ability to have that final decision making which you do have Mm -hmm. and this is where it's landed so it'll be Mm -hmm. it's in your laps yep and you'll maybe discuss it tuesday and maybe discuss it on the third
0: Meeting. So this Tuesday do, do, is the third. Oh, it's two- the third week, so it's our oh, second it meeting okay. of the month. So yeah. So bottom line, I'm expecting this to be resolved next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Okay. Don't know when your podcast coming up, but <laughs> I'll make sure it gets out before <laughs> then for sure. What, what time are your meetings? Um. So that meeting is at starts at four o'clock. Four o'clock. Okay. And
1: it's a public meeting. Yes. Is that correct? If people want to speak to your meetings during your meetings, do they have to
0: sign up before? Or what's the process? Yes. Um. So right now, public comment is only allowed during um, our regular meetings. That's the first meeting of the month. Okay. However, there's some exceptions. If there's like, by law, like a tax-related hearing or a boundary hearing, we have to hold a hearing and allow public comment. But but the board president has some discretion to allow public comment at any time. So it's possible, I don't know what she plans on doing, for her to allow public comment. Maybe I'll suggest that to her, let's allow public comment. Who's the board president right now? It's Liz Mumford. Oh, Liz, that's right. Okay, mm-hmm. so maybe she might allow it, and she might not, yeah. depending on it's how not the meeting is scheduled. The normal process during a workshop. So the so the second meeting of the month is we don't normally have public comment time. However, it's possible she it's could possible. open it up. Yeah. Oh, okay. How long
1: do your meetings generally last? Just until they're over? Yeah. Okay. Oh boy,
0: it's and and the ones in front of the public, maybe two hours. Occasionally, one, two, three. Yeah. Okay. It, and then we have closed meetings afterwards for negotiating the private things that okay. we do um, that we have frequently left at like 10 o'clock. So, <laughs> so your you meetings sound <laughs> a lot like our city council meetings.
1: Yeah. It just yeah. depends on what's on the agenda yep. and how long mm-hmm. it lasts. And exactly. You finish until mm-hmm. you, you sit and, and work through it until it's finished. Yep. Julie, thank you for being on and thank yeah. you for explaining this whole yeah this whole thing to me I'm because to talk about my it. husband and I were talking about it this morning uh-huh. he saw a news clip and he said you know oh my gosh and I said I don't think it's a done deal yet yeah, but it really you know the news they love to just grasp onto that yeah that little yeah. tagline yeah that lets people click on the story and, and read more and they love it to be sensational yep
0: <laughs> and um, controversial and yeah. so th- this hits both of those marks for them it does it surely does and uh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad people are interested in it. So I, I am too, because it means it matters to us. Yeah, and that's what the process is
1: supposed it matters. to allow.
0: For. It matters what our kids are seeing and looking at, and um, we want we all want to keep them safe, and, and so and we care what our community thinks. So,
1: well, thank good. you for serving. Is this a four-year yeah. term? Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. Well, thank you for serving. It's been so much fun to talk to you. Thank you, too. I will encourage people to continue to watch this and to reach out. Mm. All right. Thanks Thanks so much. To all my podcast listeners, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Please leave comments and please leave suggestions for future guests. And most importantly, subscribe.
0: Thank you.